What is up, my gaggle of geeks? And welcome to tonight's episode. We're going to be talking about a bevy of things. We've got uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode three. A uh, ton of stuff happened in this episode that I'm so excited to talk to my co-host with uh, about. Chaz, how's it going, man? Dude, I'm not going to lie. Um, lie I don't to me, know baby. what happened. Or don't, don't you what- lie to me. I don't know what happened in, in this episode at all, really. I watched it. What do you I mean? Just, it just, I don't, I don't, I don't get, like, it didn't click, like, what was actually going Jesus, on? Jesus, already salty. Already <laughs> coming in salty no, 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 with no, no, the salt. That's not salty. That's not salty. That's, that's me being like, yo, I was trying to watch it while working. So, like, there's, like, that little, like, disconnect right there already. So, um, oh. if I if I need you to fill in spots, there you go. But um, I did watch it, so. <laughs> I feel that you and I are cut from the same cloth. You know what? I know. I take that back. We're not. You're all here. I know. I know. Or, I know. I know. Dare you? I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's good to have you on, man. It's good to be on Friday. It's Friday, and uh, we've we've. This is a big week for movies, is it not? I, I, I feel like there's a lot of excitement in the air, just because of like, yep. <laughs> Box You're office news, right. you know. <laughs> You're dang right. I have the sound effects on fleek today. They are going, and I just said on fleek. I'm 29. <laughs> that's right so what do you want to talk about first are we going to go winter soldier we're going to talk about godzilla versus kong no, we're going to I, talk I, about the beef that maybe i teased i want to talk about the beef that you maybe teased uh, why do you want to start why do you want okay to hold, on, hold, on. hold on hold on hold on hold on uh, let me ask you this question first okay let's ease into it mm. real quick okay because maybe this will turn into a beef who knows maybe uh, before, maybe. before the show started you were telling me something um, bullshit beef started <laughs> yeah beef started there we go beef started i don't know what that means that sound effect i have no idea what that means <laughs> when you're cutting into beef yeah you know that that gordon ramsay video you showed me like when he's cutting into that beef thingy that wellington beef wellington yeah dude that, i imagine i mean I'm, during our christmas episode the thing yeah. that we detailed in so much detail about yeah yeah you I, forgot I, the name of it yeah, I imagine My that's goodness, the sound Charles. it makes when you when you slice right into it, like the juicy. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, what were you saying? Uh, apparently, so I was asking. So let me just clarify for those of you who are watching and to our listeners, Patrick is in a different room than what he's usually in. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you want to talk about that beef? Yeah, that beef. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so you might get okay so okay so i said something so maybe i hinted at something and that's that's not the thing i, th- I thought we were going to hint about so you've done a you've done a 180 on me my friend and let me tell you now that i'm caught off guard i'm defensive so let's begin <laughs> first of all i it, i'm sure it was a joke okay right i'm sure it was a joke i don't know dude. i'm sure she didn't mean anything by it natalie is w- wonderful she's my wife She's my acquaintance. Right, right. I've known her for for almost a decade. Dude, I mean, you're getting kind of and defensive she's my already. And she, hey, it, she's my confidant. You know, you're being very defensive. I know. And and I would never betray her. However, um, we were talking today about me because I, I had to move all my stuff into the, this office now because, as you could tell, in Utah it's starting to get hot, and in that little tiny hobbit hole that I reside in to do my movie reviews and stuff it's just very hot so to have a computer running in there having the heat getting trapped inside that room and not wanting to turn the ac on 
I, I just moved everything out. And so I had everything on the side of the door to do it, but this office is on the other side of the hall. So I have it on the other side. I was thinking about moving it again today, but my wife pointed out so lovingly, Patrick, you know, your set and the and your design is always so much better oh, oh, than everybody oh. else's. Chaz looks like a potato compared to you. <laughs> I'm not offended. She's not wrong. I look homeless. <laughs> she is not wrong. You know what? Dude, there's no beef there. Um, it, it, I was expecting like. Got him. I know I was expecting to feel like there was like a beef Wellington slap in the face, you know, like a like a baseball bat. But no, no, there's no beef. She's not wrong. I look like a homeless guy, you know. Yeah, Natalie, you're not wrong. I I, I totally agree with you. But, you know, what can you do? And she's she's seen you like up up front and personal. So to call you a potato, I wonder if she means it in real life, too. (laughs) I'd put it. She was like, he's a 720p resolution potato. And then when yeah. I see him, he's 4K potato. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's very, I'll take that over an 8K potato. Let's be real. <laughs> Whoa, 8K. Do you think movies are going to start being released in 8K to just get people into theaters? Or is that just too much for people to care about? Who I, cares I question, about 8K? I, I don't care about that. 8K. Here's the thing, though, dude. When, when I'm reading articles and stuff, they're like, you know, if you want to upgrade your systems, like your your home theater, if you will, you want to have a Blu-ray player that can play 4K. You want to have a sound system that could support 4K, like if you're doing like through a receiver and mm. Dolby surround sound and all that, right? But now gaming consoles are coming out with 8K resolution stuff and yeah. TVs. I mean, the newest TV, you know, is probably the OLED, which is newer technology in that sense. But as far as 8K goes, I don't think we've had the t- enough time to enjoy the 4K-ness of it all. Like, it seems like we've mm. stayed with 1080 for quite a bit. Like, why can we not stay with 4K for quite a bit? But I know, like, when you're filming stuff, they shoot higher quality or resolutions, like 8K and 6K, because when you, you know, when you're editing and stuff and you, you down, downsize, you render it, down, you render down. Yeah. It, it saves so much more information and look, makes it look even more sharp than it's still you know. clear. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, Mm, yeah, that's something to think about. I've not thought about that before. Yeah, and if you're editing, you know, 4K or 8K or, or 6K or wh- whatever you're shooting on, mm. um, depending on when you're editing, you can actually crop into stuff. So, like, if you're shooting 1080 and you crop in, it's going to look all kind of pixelated, maybe. But yeah. if you're shooting in 8K and you zoom in, there's so much yeah. detail and information there that they're not going to tell. So you can easily crop and do all these fun edits and stuff. So there's a, there's a lot of benefits oh, nice. to shooting higher resolution. But as far as what we can see. Dude, like, let's enjoy 4K for a bit because, you know, there's still the argument that you can't tell the difference between 4K and 1080, which I disagree with. There is a Yeah, there's, there's definitely a difference in colors. Um, I think what it goes down to colors. now is maybe HDR because I think HDR is a little bit more complicated than, I mean, you could shoot 4K mm. and not have it be HDR and, like, what, what makes the HDR not HDR, you know, which is high dyna- dynamic range, but... Mm. Um, I don't know, dude. If the theaters go that route, I mean, by all means... Uh, you know, it just means nicer resolution on a bigger screen. So I'm for it. But do you know what I heard? Somebody, oh, some no. fucking nerd, some, oh man, we hit, we were eight 34 and I said it, dang God, it. God dang it, dude. Every time I'm always missing that 10 minute mark. All right. Okay, what's this 10 minute mark rule? Like I'm, I don't, it I don't just know means you can't be naughty until 10 minutes after, because I don't know. 
Facebook's or YouTube's algorithm checks the first 10 minutes for it, you know? Do they really? I have no idea. I'm going off of what I've seen from other podcasts. Ooh, okay. Mm. So I, I don't know the science behind it, but I'm definitely, definitely there for it. Okay. But what do you think about us switching over to Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yay! Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But first, we gotta do this. That is right. Spoiler alert. We're talking about episode three of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Chaz, you already came in like a little dick. Just already... Already being, being, being your normal boohoo self. No, 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 no. I no. love that. I love, but you, but you, but you came in here. You've been so positive about this show. I have been. No, I have been. And um, this was my favorite episode. And it's always, it always happens to be my favorite that you shit on. No, no, no. You, you know, know what? what? I mean? No, no, no. You know what? I, I will rewatch this episode probably later tonight. That way I'm fully focused, not like mm-hmm. having it play like on the side of me, right? Um, because I feel like there's, if I remember correctly from this morning, it was very dialogue heavy. So that means there's like a lot of sh- stuff being said, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely gonna give it a second chance. I, I, it's not that I didn't like, it, it's just that I was definitely busy doing something else. But like when you work early in the morning, why not just watch it and get it over with, you know, so we have the rest of your day for free, but maybe I need yeah. to change up my routine. That's for sure too. Um, <laughs> Maybe I need You're to not watch it right after I'm off work. Since about the goddamn show, You're just talking okay. about your life and how I that know. affected your. Well, let me experience. complain. And you okay. know what? That doesn't make that doesn't mean that you get to crap on this. And you know what? How about you take that? Take that. This is Dude. how we go. This is how we do. Okay. What What I will say is, I liked how they brought back a certain character, Zemo. Right? You realize just we just put spoiler review on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Zemo. Spoil this. It's Baron Zemo, and it was the teaser at the very, very end of the last episode there's no post credits in any of these do you find that interesting i love it actually it just means that i don't have to wait around for the long ass credits okay for it. it's that's rude stuff. it's that's true. a filmmaker that's rude no dude these cre- no 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 <laughs> i mean by all means show the credits by all means but like if you're gonna wait till the very end you know to to, to do an end credit scene mm-hmm. for fuck's sake speed it up yeah they should go fast like you know we can pause no say, no yeah, not that fast cool. no no just like do, one do, and a half do, like, times. Get to the point, not like one and a half get times. so dramatic and like with graphics and stuff behind it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I do think that if you're going to do it, spoiler stuff, right? Like, I mean, an end credit scene. If you're going to have it at the end of the credits, at least speed up like the main credits, right? But like, mm-hmm. if you're going to have it in post credits or like, you know, mid credit scene, then like make the other sequence with all the graphics and all the, the bigger names, right? Yeah. Just, just a tad bit shorter, maybe a tad bit less complicated because why not? You know, um, I don't know. That's just my opinion, though. I know there's probably people who disagree. So, well, let's start breaking down the episode. So it starts okay. with Baron Zemo, and it really is like one of my favorite openings to any of these uh, Marvel TV shows because Winter Soldier is walking with, um, um, well, I guess should we call him White Wolf? Do we just call him Bucky? What is he at this point? He's just Bucky, man. He's he said Bucky. he was White Wolf at one point. Yeah, he, but Bucky, you're probably right. He's uh, Bucky. So Bucky and Falcon are walking away from a facility. It's doing a little bit of a flashback of Bucky talking with Zemo. And uh, Zemo's like kind of testing him and giving him the uh, the codes to see if he'll switch over. And he's like, no, nah, that doesn't work on me anymore. He's like, yeah, I know. I just wanted to see how you'd react to the words, which is so evil. He's just like, 
<laughs> you know? Um, and then uh, Bucky starts telling um, Sam that he needs to break Zemo out. And Sam is like, are you kidding me? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. We're not doing that. Have you lost your mind? Do you know what they're going to do in Wakanda? What they've done for you? And like, now you're going on their, behind their back. You're doing this. And um, he's like, okay, but let's just say hypothetically. And then it cuts to this montage of him breaking Zemo out in this o Ocean's Eleven heist that like very, very quickly happens as he concludes it. Baron Zemo is walking out. And this facility, I correct me if I'm wrong, but this looks like the same one where they captured Winter Soldier in during Civil War. Yeah. It looks like the exact same one. Yeah. Uh, so they, they see that and he's like, oh, damn it. That was just the opener to this episode. And you didn't like that? It was okay. My God, what didn't what was what was so meh about an awesome lethal weapon style flashback, funny you, montage thing? You know, it Son could be because I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. I'm telling you, I'm I'm very biased in this episode just because I was not fully paying attention. I can tell you the parts I really liked. How can you admit that? How can you I, admit I, that? I'm admitting that. I'm admitting Make that. Make it up, dude. Make it I, up. I know. You know what? I did. <laughs> I shouldn't even admit this. This is awful. This is what a shitty co-host I am. Okay. Oh I my watched, god. I, I watched. I want to do my Rise of Skywalker because I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> hey, dude. That's that's our friendship bond right there. Um, look, we we watched. Not we watched. I watched Vikings before this show, and I should have rewatched yeah. Winter Soldier to like really revamp it. So, look, I understand. Look. Uh, yeah, I, I did it wrong here. So, you know, so I can starting now, starting now, you've seen the entire thing. And I don't care if you need to make up facts to defend your point. Okay. You're against it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to ever hear you tell the truth again on the show. Okay. You understand me? <laughs> okay. From now on, you lie. Okay. <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. So it breaks Emo out. Awesome. Captain America right. comes back. <laughs> No, no, no. You got to be more real. You f oh, you Wait, you that's a lie. Guys? That's not a lie. Let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just. Okay. Let's no, just no. Into the next part. They, they, no, 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 no. They break Zemo out. Keep they do. Going. They did that. And then what? S Sam's very against it. And Bucky has his own reasons for it. And there's like a lot of tension because Zemo's he's the only never... person that knows how because he's connected to Hydra. Right, and, and they and, end up going to a place which we need to make sure that we know these areas. What's the area that they end up going to? Sangra, Sangralia, something weird like that. It's an old pirate's cavern, is what's it's just what it's described as, and lots of the neon fun stuff that you like. You were I just know, commenting dude. on I neon buildings, I which I thought you would enjoy with this. I, I did, like I, I, thought I, I noticed it. I know, I know, I know, I noticed it. That's what I'm saying. I didn't hate this episode. I'm just saying, like, mm. there's part I just. I paid attention to that part, and I'm like, yo, dude, this club scene's really fucking dope. And Zemo's yeah. walking there like a mob boss, and I'm like, yo, dude, this guy's a fucking, like, I don't trust him. I don't know if we're <laughs> supposed to trust him. I don't trust him. I'm with Sam on this. I don't trust him. Bucky has his own reasonings, right? But do you know what I love about all of these characters in the show? They have character. They have more character than they do in the other movies. Do you agree? I Zemo agree. has so much more character, and I love it. I love that he'll dance to, like, get past a group. He'll be like, to like get through a group <laughs> it's so that's like the one of the most gifable moments in this whole thing is baron zemo like dude i also can get his mask because i get the getaway cars through suddenly they're in zemo's garage and there's like tons of cars like a grand theft auto garage and he's like pick one and he opens one of the cars 
suddenly there's a purple mask and that's apparently that's how he's going to get the comics mask apparently that's fine by me though that's okay so let me ask you a question then not familiar with zemo myself mm. what what like is he bucky's enemy essentially I think is he's that, Captain America enemy, but I don't know much about him either. So I don't want to give too much about that. All I know is like he, he seems to be very in line with the Flag Smashers, does he not? Where yeah. he's he's so much against like those masks that, that mask says it all. Like yes, because what is his motivation to even be helping these people? He does not want super soldiers anywhere. And no. he's going to the point of even shooting people right in front of Bucky and Sam. He still has an agenda of getting what he wants, which is still what makes him such an interesting character, right? He's a right. wild card, and you really don't know exactly. Like we all know, he's gonna betray, like right? He's gonna yeah. betray eventually, and I'm waiting, and I'm ready for it. It's kind of like take me, daddy. Like <laughs> I'll I'll enjoy the betrayal anyway. Yeah, I I really liked how like like you said, he's a wild card. Um, <laughs> but then we also see another kind of wild card with with the new cap. Captain America, dude, right? Yeah. On. And I guess you're right, dude. Your hunches were kind of right, too, because he does kind of show some shady shit where he wants a, to. A teeny tiny bit. I'm still trying to defend it with Natalie when we're doing this, uh, when we're watching it, because I think that he could possibly be redeemed as being just a shitty dude, right? That has <laughs> taken this mantle way too seriously. Like maybe he's a good guy and has done good, like war things, has gotten awards. But like deep down, he has a lot of jealousy and a lot of like self-consciousness to taking on this mantle. And you can tell in in the scene, we should talk about this because there's there's a scene before. I don't know where it, where it intersplices in this. This is a 50 minute episode, How, 59 minute or something, right? 53, 54. I think it's 54. Mm, um, yeah, super, super and cool. It's, it's the longest one yet. It is the longest one. That's for sure. I think it's 53. Jay, what do you think? Welcome, Jay. Hey, what's going on? Um, Jay's our behind-the-scenes guy. I've been literally I'm sitting here. I produce the Jakes. <laughs> shitting bricks over what? Are you shitting bricks? You're doing great, man. Uh, no, 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 no. Not not because of what you have me doing, but because there's whoa, so. Whoa. Okay, I don't like the way that you phrase that. <laughs> but because of it doesn't so say, much it doesn't that snap. happened in Let this me just episode. Hear. Please take the top. You're you're up there. The, I'm not making so him much- do anything. Because there's so much that happened in this episode, and to correct you guys, it was Mandrapar. Uh, that is the mm, Mandrapar. Cool. Yeah, Mandrapar. And I was very, very happy when I watched this episode. And I agree with you, Patrick. This is probably one of my favorite out of the three that we've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. agree with me. There was so many. You well, what was the are, episode, no, Jay? I can't agree with you at all, Chaz, because you were doing work, and in between all that, I was folding clothes. And okay. watch, yeah, but okay, you were I folding clothes, so both of you weren't just sitting and watching the show. I know that you're a family man, Jay. You you get it, you get it, you get it, I, and you're but fine. I still watched Jazz, it and understood the, it. Uh, I'm just kidding, Chess. I'm just kidding. I'm, 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 I'm so, Jay, no, dude, dude, tear me hey, apart. We're a new asshole. Do you know what the runtime is for this episode? Uh, runtime was about 53 minutes. 53 minutes, all right, cool. Hey, we're gonna come back to you with the uh announcement for our giveaway, but uh, we will be right back with you, Jay. Let's go to the next part of this where we're basically uh, going through a nightclub to get and find uh, what is the housemaker or something. Man, Jay's going to have to come back quicker than we thought to make sure that we got all the fact checks. We're going to clear house with tons of horrible, like true facts. And then, yeah, then he'll come and be like, actually, it's this. It's that. 
it kind of reminded me of Looper, how they have the the Rainmaker, right? There's this ominous being that's mm -hmm. controlling everything. That's like the gang lord of the society, and they immediately don't like the Zemos there. And Winter Soldier has to convince people that he's actually the Winter Soldier because they're in this area full of criminals. So they have to pretend to be this. Um, Sam is dressed in this really crazy, like super tight suit. And what is his name in it? I don't remember. Red. Oh my goodness. I know. And he goes by Red Cheetah. We need to write notes during our watching. How about we that? We do. I we know. We commit to writing notes from now on. Our two viewers <laughs> watching. We're so sorry. We did something so we did a bad. No, 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 Don't apologize. It's me who needs to apologize. I, I admitted to it. That's why I was being. Well, I don't front. know either. <laughs> dude, dude. What? Dude, I don't know. Okay. I know. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't begin to apologize enough. <laughs> I know. But in no. any case, uh, they meet with this person. Do you know what happens from there? From there, yeah, they're trying to hunt people from Hydra who, who who's recreating the serum to make the super soldiers. That's yep. the main goal. And they meet a doctor who made like what, what twenty vials or something like that. Twenty twenty vials, which is which ends up being stolen by our uh, person that is. It's the redheaded person, right? Right. I do. I'm very she curious about her too. The serums. Yeah, I'm. I'm so, curious about her character. So both parties are both going after her. So it's going to have to be a chase to, for who to get to her first. Did you? I can see her being a superhero at the end. We haven't seen mm. her kill anybody yet, have we? No. Uh, we have to mention that we get closure on Sharon Carter's character. Uh, she turns out to be living there because she cannot go back to the U.S. after what happened in Civil War. Uh, they really didn't tie that up. She just kind of like stepped to the side after helping fugitive captain america do whatever he wanted and didn't she let him out again once they got him all like she's the reason that he escaped and all of the stuff happened wait the new captain america? sharon carter is she the blonde that helped him yeah. out and like oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. War. yeah yeah so yeah so we get a little bit of closure on that she she very quickly is like i hate america i'm not coming back and they're like we'll give you pardon she's like you son of a bitch i'm in <laughs> and uh she teams up with them um there's a little funny like back and forth with the car stuff again Dude, okay i know what this is you know what that throwback is too civil war yes can you move your seat yes any, See, any true marvel i would know that right yeah but dude here's the thing too we kind of forgot to mention this they mentioned uh bucky's notebook that captain america it was actually captain america's right Ooh, good catch and um zemo notices it and he's like i know i know he's basically trying to like you know connect with bucky being like i, I know what you're going through whatever mm -hmm. um and sam kind of brushes it off kind of like kind of a you know not understanding what what's in this notebook and bucky gets really defensive about it and then they mention i assume they mentioned the guy's name who you know he's really torn up about because he got close with the, the guy's father from the last episode that we saw you know yeah um so there's that name mentioned too and i'm just like dude there's some cool like back and forth history here with Zemo. And as I'm wondering if Zemo's going to be more of Bucky's than it is going to be Sam's. I, well, you know, I, I think so too. And we really don't know yet where his allegiances lie. Like we know he's going to betray these people at a, at a certain point, but we don't know if he's with the flag smashers, whether he's still doing his own thing. Cause it just seems convenient, right? Everything seems too simple with him. Yeah. And it's never 
it is never that simple. Minyet. Janine. Who's the main villain they cast in the Mission Impossible 5 and 6? Mm. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That guy. He, he reminds me of that guy. They sound familiar. Really they sound familiar. Well, yeah, but also like just like their motive so far, it's really slimy and just like I don't know, smart, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. this is time for a quick break. It looks like let's cut real quick to a commercial, and we're going to talk about a quick giveaway. We have merch for you at tpublic.com/slash Patrick Beatty Reviews. Whether it be a sweatshirt, a gaggle geek shirt, whatever you want, check them out, and we will see you at the next review. All right, so the big deal that we're having. Uh, you know, I, I put this out on Instagram and we just didn't have anybody want to to do it, I suppose. So I'm putting it back up. This is a, let me take off the uh, display name so we can see everything. So this is a Megaplex giveaway. This is for anybody that is living in uh, the state of Utah. You're going to be able to get a uh, two refillable Mega Mugs, two Mega Mug refills, uh, passes, large popcorn, movie candy. All you got to do is this. You got to go to the Gaggle Geeks page on iTunes, give us a rate and review, five stars, and you're in. You're entered to win. And it's going to be by the end of this episode where we're going to be announcing the winners. Jay's going to be announcing it for us. So make sure that you guys are doing this, that you're tuning in, and that you are covering, uh, you know, getting this awesome deal because – Congress's Godzilla is coming out, and that is going to be a a huge must-watch at the theater. Many of us are getting vaccinated now. Me and Chaz have gotten our first dose. Next Wednesday, I'm getting my second dose. Two and weeks for me. Two weeks from, from now for Chaz. And we're all willing to start safe distancing and, and being able to go back to the theaters and go back to normalcy. These theaters need our support, and this is brought to us by Megaplex. Megaplex gave this to us to be able to do. So... Make sure, again, that you go to the uh, Gaggle Geeks podcast page and rate and review us. Leave a comment here. You know, do anything to let us know that you're alive and you are entered to win. And uh, that that is it for that. Let's go back into the review. So, Chaz, where are we now? Uh, we are after, well, we were talking about the notebook, which is before the whole um, what's-her-face Sharon's little mm-hmm. appearance, but... And after that, dude, I think after her appearance, it kind of ties itself up, you know, like they're like, well, they go into the crates, the shipping crates, and then they right. find this doctor and the doctor is talking about how he initially was working for who was he working for initially before he got the blip happened, the research stopped, and he had to go to this area basically to produce the super soldier serum But he's the first one to do it since. And I believe who they're name dropping in this is the doctor that was talking to Ca- uh, Captain America in the first adventure who Isaiah, says that he needs to be a good man. Isaiah Bradley's blood is the samples that he stole the serum. Like he, Oh, oh Isaiah Bradley's blood. Yeah. Yep, he yep. managed to recreate, he managed to recreate the super thing back mm-hmm. into it. Yep. So from there, I mean, Alan agrees vaccines and he got a second dose. That's awesome. Uh, what are we, what are we thinking though? So far as like, this feels still similar to civil war, right? Because they still had like, I'm not the only winter soldier. Doesn't that just mean that you're the super soldiers? It's that's the same kind of principle, right? Um, I guess unless, unless hear me out, hear me out. Yeah. Unless- now. The Winter Soldier is like the next level above the Super Soldier. So, like, what if Bucky's like super fucking 
pumped up King Kong Godzilla soldier. Uh, dude. dude, how dare you? Are you kidding me, dude? In, Seeing him comment, so comment down below on what you guys would think of this. But I would love to see an Isaiah Bradley Captain America um, standalone series with the Winter Soldier. I want to know what was going on back then during the time where Cap Cap was likely in the ice during this time where Isaiah Bradley actually came into the spotlight and he came into the spotlight because Captain America was out. There's a lot to talk about with that. There's so much discussion that's hopefully going to be discovered and, and looked at further. There's been some kind of like rumors where people are wanting to see at least uh, old Steve Rogers meeting this guy and being able to talk to him. I don't know if that, that might be a little bit Mephisto-y. You know, a little kind of bit. Yeah, we saw where that goes. Wishful thinking. (laughs) I don't think it would work too well. Remember how they're trying to tie that into like Doctor Strange and then it didn't really tie into Doctor Strange at all? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Multiverse of Madness is just about wrapped up filming. That's pretty great. Yeah. And Sam Raimi was reflecting on his Spider-Man trilogy recently. Mm, Yep. Yep. Okay, so from this point, they've got to escape this warehouse because all the assassins now have them as a target because they took out one of the secondary henchmen that that they were at for that nightclub, right? And so because they did that, a John Wick 3 hit style was set on everybody. <laughs> How did you not love this, Chaz? There's so many fun parts to this episode. Dude, this might I, be I, my favorite one. I know it doesn't they, have as much commentary, and it, it does need commentary, there was a couple parts where they're talking on the plane about why he, again, why he doesn't want the shield. Like they're going to keep going back to that every once in a while. But this one had a, a lot more action, a lot more funness to the Zemo thing, a lot more like weirdness to the characters where they're like, they have more character. They have more silliness to them. Bucky has, isn't just like sitting there being like, I just want to be good. You know, like he, right. he's, he actually he's doing stuff. He's, he's, he's funny. I let me rephrase it real quick though. I didn't not like anything I was watching. Yeah, okay. Fair. Um, but the parts I was paying attention to was m- mostly the more personal stuff and not so much the action, just because action is mm. kind of like background noise at some points, you know, where you can kind of like... This wasn't background noise to me. I think this, I think this was I think this was really well-crafted. And each set piece was a little different with the action. Um, but... Let's talk about the the big thing at the end of this episode because uh, does Zemo escape yet? Or are they all still together? I believe they're all still together, right? They're still together. They're all still together. Um, Bucky starts to see that there's something tracking them. He's picking up these little balls as he's walking down the corner, going across the street. He he turns around the corner, kind of turns to the side, and then um, says, I, "I I expected you to be here eventually." Turns around. And he sees a member of the Dormelage, Black Panther. Uh, yeah, Wakanda is now in the picture, which I did not expect, but it totally works. Oh, it makes so much sense. It Dude, makes I, so much sense, and it I, worked so well. I kind of expected, though, because we saw it in, you like... expected a, this? I did, Whoa. because I expected Wakanda to come back into it just a little bit, because in... Well, when in they set it up in this episode, but before that. Well, yeah, because in Infinity War and Endgame, Bucky is in Wakanda. That's where he, yeah. that, that's, I mean, that's his tie, right? So I expected that to kind of cross mm. past him to that. I don't know why it, it escaped me. I just didn't, I, cause you would think, here's why, because you and, were thinking and, this and is going to be mentioned- much more Falcon centric story. And the fact that they're bringing in Wakanda means that they're making it a little bit more of a winter soldier and Bucky centric story. And they're giving them an equal balance. So I didn't right. expect that as much, but. Well, uh- 
also they're making they it so much better by bringing in the Dormelage and making all this connection with Zemo. Right. Well, and and they they did mention I think it was last episode how his arm is made out of uh, is it vibranium? Is that what what it's called? Which is yeah, yeah. which is Wakanda. I mean, they mentioned that in the last episode. So it's that that point. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's going to be more ties into that because a lot of like the nightclub scenes, for example, reminded me of Black Panther when he's uh, trying to spy on Andy Serkis's character, right? In that yeah. little club gambling thing in that night city like it kind of i, I don't know i i, I kind of got those vibes from it that's why i wasn't like you know. yeah well <laughs> let me tell you a little bit of a moment okay. okay maybe i will blow your mind maybe i can't blow your mind so what i've heard about episode five Uh-oh. is that there's a new character introduced there's a character reveal that is big a big character reveal one we don't know about is what nobody to- knows about is this like a manifesto kind of dude? Uh, could be a bigger person from Wakanda. Could be possibly, I don't know. But could be, somebody might say Mephisto. Could be Mephisto. Oh, Mephisto, yeah. that's his name, not Manifesto. Mephisto confirmed. <laughs> Maybe Dr. Strange shows up. Who knows? But I that's the that's a little tee off for um, episode five. What, what if it's two, three? So what, not next week, but the week after. What if it's Hugh Jackman just saying fuck? I don't think they're gonna do X Men yet with it. They're they're they they teased us a little bit, you know. They gave us a little like, yunk. So if they do anything, it's gonna be. What if it's just Boner? What if Boner shows up and it just walks <laughs> off screen? That's Cook just over, dude. Like, yep, yep. Just walks up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an <Walks> actor. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well. That is our quick. Well, what are your what are your final thoughts now that you've actually walked through this and you know a little bit about know, the goddamn thing that you watched, dude? I'm 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 sticking by my word of what I said last time. Is I'm liking this more than I liked Wandavision because it does okay. feel like it's choosing good. substance over style. I don't know if that's I, good. Like it, I, the, yeah, that yeah. is what it is. Yes, agreed. Sure. So it's that, more your taste. That's cool. I kind of yeah, like Wandavision more still though. But anyway. Oh, do we do we need to have a feud about this? No, there's we don't need a feud. Do you need a feud though? Because I could I could think of one. Dude, give me a you fucking want, feud, you want, man. You want some of the most annoying rants that I could possibly give right now? Is it more annoying than calling me a potato, Natalie? Uh, I could be. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Let me see if I can find the video because I lost it already. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I was gonna, I was Dude, gonna do was this. Like a perfect segue. What are you doing? I can upload it as it goes. Oh, so you want to talk shit? We're still talking right now. You want to keep yeah, going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. What? What? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. your your take on this was trash because you don't watch it. I know, and I show you on all. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Stand down, Mister Slade. I'm not finished. Oh, the movie court, dude. Yo, you pulled this in. Are you, are you sure you want to do this? This is a very different movie court. This is an investigation. Oh. This is a claim that was made. Okay, that dude, we are dude. going to dispute that we're going to attack this person because this person deserves to be attacked. Yes, us, the internet, everybody, we can all agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be the prosecutor, you, already agree, you don't know what I'm talking about yet. <laughs> I don't know. So let's 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 go ahead and, and, and talk about this. So I'm going to play a sound clip and it's, just tell me what what this is and where and, and where it's from. Okay. We live in a society. Hmm. You know, I can't place my finger. Rocky on that. three, exactly. So this is from Rocky three. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. <laughs> that, uh, that of course 
is Jared Leto saying we live in a society from the trailer from Zack Snyder's Justice League. And oh, dude, wait, 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 what, dude? I heard. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Okay, I heard that he completely ad libbed that. Shut the fuck up. What did you really just? Did you really fucking? Did you just? Oh, that makes me so mad. I, I, I how dare you? I believe I'm, you, man. I'm done with you. Hold on. I'm not done with, I'm not finished with my stuff. You interrupted and then you spoiled it. Then you spoil it, you dick. All right. Anyway, so the thank you, full screen. He's out of there. Let's say that, <laughs> let's say that uh, there was an interview, you know, on the Colbert Report. And Stephen Colbert was talking to Jared Leto and asking him about his time on Zack Snyder's Justice League. Well, he had this to say. You know, I, I always loved Zack Snyder, and I think that the story behind this this Snyder cut is really kind of one for the ages. Uh, what happened around him kind of not finishing the first film, and, you know, I'm actually wearing this shirt, um, We Live in a Society, which was an ad lib that I threw out on the day shooting. It ended up in the trailer and then kind of went viral. No. <laughs> no, he didn't. And he's wrong, right? Wait, wait, did you forgot the you forgot the you forgot his plug that he did right after that? <laughs> oh, I forgot about it. Sorry, here it is. Honka, honka. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> found it. <sighs> this lying sack of shit. If anybody is on the internet and you know that we live in look, you know what, Jay? Bring up the we live in a society uh meme and when it was created. We need to know more about this because I honestly He's wrong. He did not invent it, and then it just went viral because of it. That's absurd. Okay. So let's see. Gamer Joker, also known as Gamers Rise Up, and we live society. Uh, scroll up a little bit, Jay. Let's scroll down. It has an inception. See, origin. Let's see. Origin came from 4chan. Year 2017. So right there. Right there. Jared Leto did come up with it because it's him in the picture, right? There's, there's a concession that can be made there. However... He did not create that we live in this society. Okay, I thought I thought that it was viral. I hate him so much. No, I thought I thought it was um, what's his bucket? Heath. Ledger. What do you mean? I thought it was Heath Ledger's meme that went viral first, and then once the Suicide Squad came out, like they're like, we live in society. It could have been from there too. I saw one that was dated like '95, but I don't think that was real. It must oh, dude, it's a throwback to Seinfeld on '1991. The there you go. There you go. So Which let's so is there a great you go. Episode. So um, the Chinese Thank restaurant. You, Jay. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate this. So that concludes it right there. Does it not? No, that I, think still, I still think he had lived it, dude, because hear me out. Let me defend him. Let me defend Jared Leto. And this this pains me to say this. I know. We I know. live in a society. In the same interview, because you sent mm -hmm. us the link to watch. Mm -hmm. They talk about how, how he wasn't aware. Why are you defending this guy, dude? He's got a cold. Hey, hey, he hey, hey, hey. Women. He he wasn't aware of COVID. Right. I know. He was so, so out, out of touch. Of so maybe How's the trunk space. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> he. I like that movie too. Okay. Um. Maybe he's just out of touch, and he totally did add a little bit. And then Zack Snyder being out of touch too was like, yeah. But here's my issue with this thing, though. Okay. okay. I know. Your issue is very legit because, yeah, like, dude, this has been around forever. He's taking credit. Yeah, why, he's why taking credit he, for it. He's taking credit um, for it. It's not yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he's taking credit for it. My mm -hmm. issue 
is he starts out by saying like, you know, Zack Snyder's a great guy, and he brings up you know his daughter's tragic. <laughs> That's where your issue is. And then 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 then, then, then it's no, 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 no. Shirt. And then it's like, by the way, you can find the shirt at. Bam, no, damn site. Here it is. I'm, I'm pointing it out. Like, that's how that's he went. It felt I'm like, yo, so forced. Yes. So forced. Yes. So unnecessarily forced. Everyone would be like, stick. Opportunity. You know what? You know what? I put, I put a bandana over Ray like that back when Ray was around. So <laughs> for him to have that, man, let's just go back to, you the- know, I, I always loved Zack Snyder. And I think that the story behind, yeah, that, like, that's ridiculous. All right, that's my rant. End of the movie court. Case closed. I agree, dude. He, I, I've said that from the beginning, though. I've said that from. Okay, does this taint your view of him as the Joker? Because I know when when Val and everybody does that was on, taint my view of the Joker. Yeah, because because you guys are like, he, this I is the best Joker. Really, I'm like, from Yo, the start, dude, he's been a weirdo though. Joker that I've not really jived with all the way. I've oh. never jived with him all the way. Still. Oh. Then okay, this one is scene to is not going to convince me that he is a better character for that Joker. I'm just saying, dude. I, I call one me scene. Give me a movie. Give me a Ben Affleck solo film. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I hate that I said that. Let's move on. <laughs> We're moving in to Godzilla versus Kong. Okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you this question right up front. Okay. Who did you think was gonna win? Uh, hmm. Well, let, let's break this down first because we got to we got to see this, um, or at least I got to see this over last weekend. You saw it on Wednesday, right? I saw it the day it opened. Yep. Now, you. were you paying attention? Ah, uh, dude, my film podcast co-host. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I was actually. Yes, I was. Okay, good. It's hard to not pay attention. Fun, with fun this fact. Movie. Well, fun fun fact too. I was actually trying to watch it while I was working. Spoiler alert! And mm. within two minutes of it, three minutes maybe, I was like, I, I can't fucking do it. I I, I have to turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, Ah, ah, he's dying. Uh, but I had to turn it off and unfortunately watch something else. So I had to wait for my nighttime viewing for this. Mm, gotcha. Well, this is our spoiler review of Godzilla versus Kong. So if you haven't seen it yet, turn this off. Go check it out on HBO Max. Switch back on later. This is already going to be on the YouTube channel and everything so you can see it. And we're going to individually clip these out. And uh, yeah, you should be able to see it from there. But we're going to talk major spoilers major spoilers about this we're we're covering everything so chaz um first and foremost i need to apologize to you because i'm a i'm a good man i'm a brave man i'm a brave man i got i got a brave man hold on hold on hold on do you just crack your neck the hell is why do you need it what are you wiggling in your ears i'm cleaning my ears hold on hold on you just dip your finger in that then drink it creep Patrick Beatty, please continue. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't begin to apologize enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, it's okay. I'm so sorry. I it's a tremendous I apology. I can't can tell I you. Say to make you it you don't have to God. say anything. God, I feel like getting down on my knees. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> my friend, right. this was a good movie. This is a really good movie. In fact, I had a really good time with Godzilla versus Kong for one reason and one reason only. They knew what they had and they knew their assignment. They definitely they always they they knew leaned the assignment this time. They, they leaned into it and they just had total fun with it, no mm-hmm. matter how bizarre or how absurd the, the, the plot or whatever was. I honestly think this is this is the best one out of all of the movies. All of them. Yes, sir. I might go watch this tonight again. 
That's all of how them. much I liked it. Because let me let me tell you what. Because now I can feel like I can finally explain my issues with these films, and people can understand it because of this movie. Because it finally showed me what I have always wanted these films to become. Right? It's not taking itself too seriously. The first Godzilla took itself far too seriously. It, it was it was much more like a weird like Apocalypse Now military film, and and, and much less anything else, you know. But with regard to King of the Monsters, it just was like a, a really darkly lit showdown that like you could kind of see and they use some of the effects, reuse some of them from Batman v Superman, it looked like or from the electricity and you get a, a, a send up that's going to tie up like this to set up this thing. And then we have Kong Skull Island, which I don't know. What did you think of that? Kong Skull Island? I, I thought it was okay. That I, one I, was more okay to me than the first Godzilla and King of the Monsters. I liked it more because it, it it kind of does what this movie does. It kind of leans into more of like what they have to play with, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I mean, there's plenty of scenes. I mean, there's one going viral on Twitter right now where a major character is like going to sacrifice himself and then they they do a 180 and that character dies in like the most absurd way. You're like, well, that didn't work out, right? Yeah. And it, I, I feel like Godzilla versus Kong kind of leans more into that absurdity aspect of these films because... Let's be honest. An atomic lizard and a giant ancient ape is very absurd, especially the when they're going to go head to head. Absolutely. And the myth behind them with all these giant monsters who, who are supposed to defend Earth or, you know, whatever, like it is so absurd. And well, let's break down that story real quick okay. before we jump into some of the fighting and, and the characters of this. So it, this opens up. We're, we're talking about Godzilla basically attacking areas, and we don't know why. He's attacking people in these specific facilities, and now the world is kind of in a panic, is trying to find some type of defense against him. Meanwhile, in in a like kind of bubble facility on Skull Island, Kong is interacting with this young girl who's deaf through sign language, um, he, he's starting to communicate with people, though we don't discover this until later on. Um, he's commissioned by Alexander Skarsgård's character who needs to go and harness a weapon or I guess an energy. Is it like a power source? It's a power source a power from source, the a place origin. that nobody knows. Like, well, no, they, the origin of where all these monsters came from and, inside yeah. the earth. Right, and it's very ther- it's very theoretical where they're like we don't know if it's if, if it exists. We we and don't know. It's called know. Hollow Earth, right? Yeah, which is based off an actual conspiracy theory, by the way. Really? Um, I, oh, I, I will wow. go more. I will go more into that because. Um, Hell yeah, dude! Adam Weingard, the, the director. Like, if you watch any of his other movies, oh, like Adam this- Weingard, I I'm gonna suck your dick, my friend. You. Um, Crushed it with this movie. Yeah, dude. No, he 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 leans into the whole conspiracy. I don't know. It's just I've uh, I'll I'll go into that later. But um, the fact that they brought that up and then they, you know they explore that where mm-hmm. you, they're able to do that. But before they're even to take him to that because they're going to take him to the the entrance to the Hollow Earth, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a very cool like what 14 minute battle sequence of mm-hmm. Mr. Zilla and Mr. Kong just hamming it out and being fucking badass. Patrick, what were your thoughts on this certain sequence? That's probably the most, I I would say it's the most marketable marketed sequence of the movie. Like that's what we see the most. Yeah. That's the, what Mm. we see the most in the trailers is them battling out on the ship. Well, you skipped over quite a bit. What? No, I did not. Well, because they get him on the ship and then he has to, doesn't he interact with the girl again? 
Right, right. He interacts. He says home. Like we, that's when we find out. And they that, like, discover he, that they that sh- they can sign. Right, and right, And they're right, going right. to use her okay. as the key to get them into it because she can okay. communicate with them. So they're basically abusing and using this young girl okay, to that go was, and that was, do that the was a minor plot point that I might have minor that now. will be expanded on later. <laughs> However, I agree with you. Let's go to the. I didn't even press any of these things, sir. <laughs> Dude, okay. I just want to say real quick. Round one. No, I, I I I hate seeing animals chained up and whatever. Like King Kong, even CGI. Shot- yeah, dude, I do. I hate it, man. I really do. I like. I mean, for I don't know example, what kind of question that was. That's a weird question. I, I mean, even for, when they look fake. Oh, well, I mean, just for example, even like last night, I watched a movie on Hulu, and like they like have this weird fascination of abusing for comedy effects, where like you know, like abusing these animals, like a like a tegu and a sort of mm. ferret looking thing, but like. It was for comedic purposes, but at the same time, I'm like, poor animals. Even though they're definitely fake. Like, I know they're faking puppets or whatever, but like with Kong being all shackled up. And I think Kong, for example, throughout the whole movie, he shows more emotion than Zilla. Um, Agreed. Absolutely. I, I think Zilla's I, just kind of a, a wanderer sl- swiper and, yeah, and he you, can really swim. Boy, yeah, the, can that. If you're in the water, which. Uh, <laughs> hurry and wrap this up so we can get to the boat oh, fight. I'm, I'm, okay, okay. I'm just gonna say the, the way they had him chained up and stuff because you know they want to sedate him while they carry him to this thing. Mm-hmm. They're, they they have like the, these chains on them that that pretty much inject this this sedation medicine into him, and uh, it's it's really sad, you know. And we definitely see that emotion, especially through the little girl, because she connects the most with him. She's like, he doesn't like this. He wants to go home, right? Yeah. But then, uh oh, uh oh, Patrick. We hear radar beeps and whoa, whoa, okay. What, what, okay. what happens? Uh, well, the shit, shit happens. Um, <laughs> Godzilla shows up. Um, Kong needs to be unleashed, and Rebecca Hall's character, who's basically the the uh guardian for this uh deaf girl, um, and has to be with her during all this journey. I feel bad. This poor kid has to get drug along to all these horrible things. The boat completely tips over because Godzilla rips into it, flips the boat. Godzilla's still, I mean, King Kong's still chained up underneath the boat. It's flipped upside down. Now the girl's drowning. This is parent of the year, this woman. And um, Alexander Skarsgård finally gets to the part, pull the latch, unlocks him, and that he just hops out, and the fight begins, my friend. So. Dude. Dude. So. I had a long anxiety in the scene. Just so you know, <laughs> it was really anxiety driven, mainly because, you know, you don't really see a lot of Godzilla in his natural element. Right. He's always coming up on land and it's like smash, smash, building, building. But he can move in. It's like a crocodile standing on his hind legs in the city versus swimming in a swamp. You know, yeah, Godzilla well, I, can swim. Yeah. And I think we see him use his tail mm-hmm. the most in this movie than we have seen him use. Like he utilizes it to hold Kong in the water, you know, and even dude, the, the special effects of Kong, like the, the, the amount of detail that goes into him shows that he has yeah. gills on the side. That's how he's able to breathe underwater. Right? Like, mm-hmm. yo, what dude? And he's yep. just there swimming like, like a shark essentially. He's just like, whoo, you know, like going for his prey. And the amount of anxiety I felt was for Kong because I'm like, dude, he, he can't breathe underwater. <laughs> like Yeah, well, and Jay whoa. brings up a good point also with the deaf girl that she can actually feel his heartbeat because that's going to yeah. return later on too. Yeah. But once we get this fight, this, this showdown, it finally ends by Kong and the entire ships, the, the armada that exists at least, shutting down all the ships, 
shutting down everything. And then Kong basically plays dead. And Godzilla decides just not to go over there. Like, it's stupid, right? But whatever. We had just had an awesome fight. Like, why would he not go back and start inspecting and sniffing? Like, he's smart. He's not stupid. But he's just I, like, yeah, whatever, and goes away. I kind of view it just because I have a lizard, right? Um, <laughs> okay. I know. Hear me That's out. the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let I me defend this with my, with my lizard parenting owning ownership, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, reptiles can see different spectrums, right? They, they, they do stuff differently. They can hear stuff and they, they say in the movie, Oh, he can hear a ships alive. Like that's why he keeps coming over here because there's, they, there's, he could tell there's something on there. Right. Yeah. And if he's using like, I, I'd assume sonar because he's underwater or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everything goes dead. You're not going to hear anything. Like I totally get it. And he even like pe- peeks up. Right. And reptiles do not have the best vision. They see a lot of color mm-hmm. and they see a lot of stuff. They don't have like, 2020 eyesight you know like they they really don't yeah um and so i actually believe that and it probably is because i have a reptile and i'm like yo dude my bear my my, my dragon doesn't see me my hand from if my we don't get away, a you know? cameo from your dragon and my dog at the end of this for a thumbnail i don't know what we're doing here i'll, I'll send you a photo but he's asleep. no 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 because we're gonna take a screenshot you're gonna have to get you have to get your dragon dude, out he's asleep he's gonna sleep for an hour i don't even care man my dog's going to be doing whatever anyway so the fight ends they end up um getting to the place after going through like ice and stuff kong is now at this frozen area and they can more anxiety yeah yeah they convince the deaf girl to tell him that going through this tunnel that just looks horrifying right it's like i'm not going willy wonka from hell is what i'm going to call it especially when they do the 2001 zip through stuff and what we need to talk about is Alexander Skarsgård's intentions and why he's doing what he's doing. Because you find out at the beginning when he's getting commissioned to do this that his uh, brother had also attempted to try to go to this hollow earth. But because of the technology and the vehicles that they were using, at a certain point, theoretically, the gravity is so intense that it will just crush anything that tries to pass through it. So his brother is dead. He needs to do this because they've been given a vehicle that can possibly withstand this but they need Kong to guide them through it so they can even make the attempt. And they do this in like a 2001, a space odyssey kind of tribute where you got all these cool colors and stuff. And they're basically going through the earth and they burst through. It's really visually beautiful. I've loved the cinematography in this film. I talked about this during the review. I really liked that. Yeah. And I, the way they get him to go there is they use the little girl mm-hmm. saying, you know, your family might be there. Yeah. And I mean, hypothetically she Technically, she was not wrong. I mean, like there's a certain point of view. I mean, I mean, there, there was history. Right. But yeah. Um, and that's when he's like, oh, my family. And then he goes in. And what I like about her doing that, though, is that she was not all for it either. Like it was yeah. very much. She's very conflicted in telling him that because it is very much abused. Like, it's kind of like manipulating him to work for the human. Right? Like, this poor girl was drowned. Uh, yeah, yeah. For a minute, at least. Yeah. I, I love how the mom's still like just dragging her along. Like you said, She's I was like, like go, all right, now go tell him this. But, dude, when they enter that portal, because there's so much technology and so much gravity, it's like they enter. And the ship area. design is cool. Did you like the ships? I did, dude. I, dude, I love the lighting. Like you said, the cinematography. Like, but it is total <laughs> Adam Weingart, dude. We're gushing know his, out for this movie, man. I know, man. If you know his earlier works, too. And here's the exciting thing, because like I said this before. What are his earlier works, Chaz? Um, he's worked on Your Next, which is like, in Next. 2013, which is a horror mm-hmm. film. He's worked on uh, The Guest, which is in 2014. 
and he's worked on like autoerotic, um, which is like a very mumble core film, by the way. Um, he's also yeah. worked on VHS, VHS two Blair, Witch, which mm-hmm. came out a couple years and Netflix's death note, which was not my favorite, but um, the, the thing with Adam Weingart is that like in all of his movies, he, he uses a lot of retroness, if that makes sense. Like a lot of old school, like eighties obscure songs, which we saw in this movie. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of like neon esque stuff, which we see in this movie throughout. I mean, like it's not just like, you know, one sequence, but dude. Yeah. Adam um, Weingart, man, I, I, I hats off to him. I think he's done a really good job with this, that director, but, um, when they get through the tunnel, they get to the place. Yeah. It, it looks so cool. You have these mountains up top and kind of like a little bit of a gravitational pull in the middle where if you jump high enough, you can maybe start walking on the ceiling instead. Right. You uh, very much sides. like Interstellar, which I bet you loved that, right? I did. I, I do. I, 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 <laughs> I, I love man, this concept. I know. Your ass. So, I, know. I, I love this, this concept <laughs> so much. Here's this the thing. Was- this was Chaz during that whole thing. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> I, I really was, man. I'm like, dude, like all he has to do is maybe shift his weight a little bit and then he'd start shifting just a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And I, the thing, here's the thing. Twitter, there's some issues. Twitter. Twitter, film Twitter, if you will, had with this scene where they're like, where's the sunlight coming from? I'm like, yo, that's what you're going to pick apart over yeah. a fucking movie about an atomic lizard and a giant like ape? Go, oh, traveling to the middle of earth there's like, some film twitter that's knowing what this is and then there's some that's like there's too many storylines it's confuddled and it's like it dude, dude it's whole, doing what it it's doing what it's saying you want no to do no sense know? to me but it an knows, atomic lizard it knows did. the blueprint man it wrote the blueprint and it's excavating it i don't know what i'm saying yeah um, but but like you said talk no, about like, hollow yeah. earth more or hollow earth dude and like what i like about this 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 new design that we see right is mm-hmm. if you think about it like you said, the bottom, you know, you have the bottom gravity, middle, and then the top, right? Yeah. And if you think about it, it kind of represents like a circle where like if you're looking at a circle, there's the middle half or the bottom mm-hmm. half, the middle, and the top half. That's exactly what the sill is, right? Like depending on like where you're going to go and like what, how, how it, it kind of works. Yeah. And the creatures involved in this, in the middle earth were really kind of even a little bit more terrifying than what was in Kong School Island. It was like just All a right. little, little bit more elevated um well kong is immediately hit by a couple of the creatures like like a pterodactyl-esque lizard looking mm-hmm. fucking thing i'm gonna turn on the light real quick uh, how dare you dude and you know th- there's a lot of there's a lot of like anxiety in that scene because you're like yo the little girl's with them and it goes back yep. to the mom being like why would you let your little girl see this and but you know, whatever. That's because just like, she's fine. That's pretty much like, what they say through the whole thing. She doesn't really like. It, it kind of reminds me of remember Scary Movie Three, the kid that just kept getting involved <laughs> in the stuff. That's that's yeah. what they. That's what this kid reminded me of. It's just like you're gonna hit, get hit by a bus when they're not looking and like random shit. Uh, yeah, dude, and like it totally gives into it. But like that kind of elevated the dangers of this this world, right? And then mm-hmm. we see a ship actually explodes. Um, yes, people die and. I mean, they're, here's the thing. None of these characters I actually felt very connected to, but mm-hmm. except for two. There were two characters I felt very connected to. It was the little girl, and it was also the conspiracy theorist dude. Well, that's um, where we're at. That's a great segue into this storyline that we've not talked about. And, like, look, you could say there is a criticism that is valid that there's a couple, there's a little bit too many plot lines. Maybe they could have streamlined a little bit. For of it. sure. But let's talk about this conspiracy theory dude. The, the conspiracy theory guy but is basically your Alex Jones in this, right? He's going through the facilities. He's like, I found the interstellar dimensions where they're going to find the finishing. 
And yeah, as they're he doing worked there, that, yeah. Do I have an Alex Jones? I thought I had one. Maybe I got rid of it. It's turning the frogs gay. I know. I thought I ha- I used to have one, but whatever. Um, because he, what 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 his what his line does though is it introduces uh, Millie Bobby Millie. Brown. Yeah, she's an avid listener to the show. She's right. still trying to convince her dad, who's still in the military, that Godzilla is doing what he's doing out of a pattern. So this is the Godzilla threat. Um, Millie Bobby Brown is trying to convince him that it'll work. He's like, nah, he's, he's fucking up. We got to stop this. And as she goes back, she goes after this conspiracy theorist dude with the help of Julian Dennison, which was such a fun addition to this movie. He really was. So I, I loved when he showed up. I did not know that he was in the movie. I I didn't know that either. And just like their character dynamics, like these kids who are very well, they did stranger things. Little cut to. They did, and like this, they're so naive, and then you have this like fringe conspiracist dude who actually might be mm-hmm. onto something, right? And you're just like, I, I, I vibe, like, and I, I was, I mean, eventually, I, I well, I'll, I'll bring it up when, when we get there, but, um, yeah, they, they resort to, um, to this conspiracy guy, and he it turns out he Brian actually used to work there, and dude, this is when the movie kind of really shows its neon esque, right? Oh, like, yeah. well, because dude, God's. Well, no, we're not Fuck. even there yet, dude. You're not there. Oh my no, 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 god! No, 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 no the meeting. No, I'm not. Their their initial meeting with the guy is in a neon filled room. Oh, you slow. Oh, you slow down. Well, that's not fast. We that's literally like, like the fighting. first thirty minutes. What are you talking about? So we we need to go to how they all meet because he they go down in to a the neon filled room, and not really. They go to his apartment. They end up meeting up from there, and then they go to the broken down facility because they want to try to see what's going on, right? As they go through the broken down one, they find find this escape room, and that's where the neon begins. But you have to tell them that they're going back into the facility that Godzilla that, destroyed because they're trying no, to find no, 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 no. The neon room was after that. Nah, bruh. or before that. The neon room is before that because that's when they're discussing. What You're really going to exactly. pull this? I really I am. I knew yeah, I really you were you were doing no, 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 something. No, 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 Be- no, 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 because because the guy is really skeptical, right? He's like he has like all the security around him, and then they he they says we're going back. We got to go back to the facility to take a look at what's going on, and, and that's in that neon filled room. It's like a pink room, yeah. and then they're like we have to go back to this room, and that's when they go to the room, which is where we you know a, a huge reveal, right? No, what you're not you're missing the subway, bro. You're missing the gravitational ah. subway. Oh, you, oh, you know what? Yeah, if you're wrong, might be right. Okay, you need, you need to stop attacking me for knowing my shit, man. I'm All right, so no, you know your shit. You fuck. What do I know? I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, a, you I'm let me finish. Casual. So they go through the facility that Godzilla already destroyed and was going after. And when they get through that pink room, they see that there's this huge tunnel expressway wakanda style and they go into these gravity machines that gets locked in with them and they see all of these eggs of these different dinosaurs and they're like what the hell that locks them in and then the the basically the ship goes off it's basically like the magnetic ship that elon musk is always talking about wanting to do (laughs) like they they built it it and isn't it hilarious that this company's name is called apex oh on the nose a little bit like don't critique this harshly when the name of the villain is apex and it's godzilla okay it's fun. Let it be. And it's yeah. on the nose and it's cool. So anyway, um, are we all caught up with where each uh, parallels are with this? Yeah. So they're, they're tracking Godzilla's. No, we're not like, yet. Why, we're still not because he's why, all over and they haven't. They get to the facility and they that's where they see what this company Apex has been doing, why they want the power from Hollow Earth. They want to put this in to, and I didn't realize this, uh, Ken Wananabe's character, 
in uh, the uh, uh, King, King of the Monsters, Godzilla's. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. King of Monsters, yeah. Yep. It was from the um, his his son is the guy that is controlling this thing. Like the it's one sitting son. in the chair with all the, the cool the head of stuff? A- the head of Apex is his son. Yep, oh, absolutely. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't, re- I didn't make that connection. Um, Whoa. <laughs> That's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah, to those listeners, um, there, well. there was just a funny little Want to become famous? Comment. Buy followers, primes, and views. <laughs> don't go to that, okay? No big follows. You don't want to do that. And we don't want to be famous. Fuck you, D N S C H A L K E zero four four one. Yeah, you fucking piece of shit. Fuck you. Get out of here. Oh, you went with the wrong one. You motherfucking accuser. You see that, you son of a bitch? You don't hear messing with you stupid fucking scammer. We'll show you. You you want to go to China? You want to go to Chinatown? I'll take you there. Which segues us to the Chinatown? No, I'm just kidding. Ah! Okay. (laughs) Anyway. I hope they got a, a good ton licking there. But anyway, um, <laughs> as as they get to the place, they see Robo Mecha Godzilla appear. Mecha Godzilla that we've not known really has been in. There's been little no. hints in the trailer, did, little teeny hints, but they haven't really revealed it. So it's Mecha Godzilla that is being revealed, and it's discovered that this is why Godzilla is going after them because they just want to take out Godzilla. They don't right. like that he's the king and that he's balancing everything and that he's the the good person, they want to be the good person. So Godzilla's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do this. So he's going after taking him out. But Kong is kind of in the middle. And every once in a while, he's like, but I'm going to fuck with this guy real quick. (laughs) But now that turns out to work hand in hand because Godzilla has now arrived to the next facility in Hong Kong where all of the people are uh, at at this moment. Hollow Earth is directly underneath. And... uh, Godzilla just always, burst dude, dude, his real beam quick, down into real the quick. ground. It's oh, we have to talk underneath. about where Kong was in his area. We need to learn, oh. learn about Kong's history. Yeah, dude, he he visits this place, right? And mm-hmm. he goes he, to his old home, his ancestors' old home. Basically, there's a there's a little ape print, like you know, um, on on the wall, and he pushes it in, and the very Lord of the Rings. Yeah, very much. Yeah, and it reveals like this nice layer and like this huge kind of throne like thing, and he finds mm-hmm. this badass axe which i don't know if it's confirmed but i did hear this was an axe where the uh, spine of godzilla part of the fin was ripped off and put into this wood and that's what the thing is so when he blows fire on it that's why it powers it up because it's part of him oh so it can power it up so and it it didn't come from them it came from both of their respective ancestors that had fought long ago Right, so I, he's grabbing like his grandpappy's Godzilla smiter. That's pretty awesome, right? Right, and when and I, I mean that pretty much ties into what Godzilla's doing, where he kind of mm-hmm. senses something, right? And he po- yeah. totally starts blowing his cool ass atomic flame or whatever into the earth, and eventually it reaches the the middle earth and it powers up the axe while causing a huge earthquake and causing yep. everybody to fucking here's the thing here's a character we, we haven't talked about we gotta get out yeah here's a character we haven't talked about though it's the female who came with them the female her her father um oh, from baby driver who the girl from baby driver is she's part what? of the company she's part of uh, uh what corporation is she part of she's part of the of apex like oh, okay, gotcha. Her her father wants the radiation yeah, or the energy, yep. or whatever, oh, to okay. power yes. God's, or Mecha Godzilla, and 
she goes to nothing to stop that. And dude, here's the what this movie does really well is it makes you hate the characters for the right reasons. <laughs> like the yes. characters you want to die, they die for the right reasons. Like essentially, it's very satisfying to watch them die. And that's what happens to her, thankfully, because like we really didn't touch on her, but she is gone awful. And she, she hijacks a ship with the wet with the power. With the power, and she's able to send the data to her dad, and that's what mm-hmm. eventually powers up Mechagodzilla to go, you know. Yep. They transfer the, the DNA code or whatever that stuff is to him, and they, they're powering up Mechagodzilla. While that's happening, Kong bursts out, and the fight, Jazz, the neon fight that you yeah, have dude. been waiting for begins. <laughs> and it is sexy. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what happens. It it they is sexy, starts though. to duke it out. Um, he's using his axe. It's getting like smacked out of his hand and like slicing into a building and getting stuck to a building. Godzilla's just sm- smacking the crap out of him. Kong's taking his hits. What do you like about these fights, Chaz? To me, here's what I love the fact that they are, first of all, keeping it pretty even. They're being fair with each other's power sets, you know? Oh, yeah. They're keeping it fair. I liked in the other movies that did cut back too much on the human, like what's happening with the human side of stuff. Mm-hmm. But this movie, they actually just allowed them to fight. They allowed them to smash all these buildings. They allowed them to fucking destroy everything and anything that was in yep. sight because they're battling it out. And like you said, it was very even. We see powers of Godzilla that we haven't seen before. We see King Kong, how he defend himself and like fucking you walking know. The, the beam with the own fin as he's digging into him. He gets a good hit into his thigh at one point. Yeah, dude, and like just just the amount of force between each punch when they actually connect, I, I actually kind of felt that. I was like, "Oh, that's they were powerful!" Screaming at head, each other, dude. Yeah, face to face screaming. Here's the thing: didn't this Chaz? Can we go to a theater and watch this? And I'm. I want to, man. I want to watch this IMAX. This movie. <laughs> this is a movie that deserves to be seen on the biggest screen possible, if and safely you can. For this fight alone yes is worth and it. the soundtrack that goes with this fight and like the cinematography this fight oh, is like the so climax they light it the beautifully thing. and you can see everything Chaz. it's not just dark and you can like i can see when the beam goes off the reflection of godzilla's face but i can't see anything else that yeah. was what it was before they don't they're showing you it all they don't care the daytime on a boat even if you can't find the sun wherever that shit is it's <laughs> oh it's so good dude yeah dude it's so good and I, I I here's the thing too is that like at some point I was wondering like oh is this where Kong's gonna come on top right but what I liked about this and this is where some people might be like oh is at the end at the end of their fight I think mm. we kind of see who really is the true king of all monsters are you really going to the end of this fight or are we going to the end of okay the, so end, of saying, the end of this okay, fight where this only good where, after the yelling more. match right after the yelling match right Godzilla finally defeats Kong or not defeats. He just has him on the ground and kind of like smashes his, he pins him and he taps out basically he, Kong taps he kinda, out. He, he taps out. And it's because dude, Godzilla has his fucking like foot on his chest and he's crunching it, you know? And like, yep. he's just like, I'm the king. Yep. And dude, Godzilla doesn't really show any emotion in this movie too, which I find really interesting. Cause usually we see like some sort of face expressions, but there's really none like, and this is just this badass dude who's on a mission of some sort. And mm-hmm. that's what he is on this whole movie. So he's on a mission. We see all the human emotions through Kong. And when he got, when, you know, when he's on the ground and like after Godzilla's and Godzilla doesn't kill him either. I mean, he's just like, 
It's just I bah, respect you. And then that's it. They just look at each other, go. It's, it's basically like Godzilla kind of teabagged him, and he's like, mm. I really am the king of all monsters. Say uncle. For for now, right? Exactly. And mm. and then it's the, the Kong just laying there, just like, oh my god, you know, and it has, he's defeated, he's exhausted. He just right. got through the ring and, and, and ties into what, what? Mega Godzilla, right? And now he he pops right, and then Godzilla and him battle. But like during that whole battle, I mean, we will go more into that. But like, there's the whole human side, even more human side, where like the little girl comes back, you know, and she feels the ground and feels his heartbeat and how it's slowing, mm-hmm. and you're just like, dude, did Godzilla just? I almost hated Godzilla <laughs> for a split uh... second. I'm Team Zilla. I almost hated him. I'm like, dude. What the fuck did you do? <laughs> well, you know? hold on. How do they, how do they, how can they revive Godzilla, Chaz? How do they do it? Okay, hold on. Before we get there, or you mean King Kong? Son of a bitch. Before- I tee you, you know what? When I tee you up, you <laughs> fucking take it, okay? I don't care. You can round back somehow, but you okay, tee okay. off. <laughs> I'll tee off. What they do <laughs> is Skarsgård's character realizes that this much power of some sort, whatever, needs to happen to kind of like, the ship can pulse him. The pulse yeah. can electrocute pulse him. Pulse him back to life. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. He lays a ship on top of him, sets everything to go like on, you know, the highest fucking thing that can go. And mm-hmm. he like leaves in slow motion, 90s, 80s action, which is so <laughs> badass and fun. Yep. It's like so cheesy. It's great. And then, you know, eventually explodes. And then King Kong's just like, whoa, dude. Like he's yep. ready. Oh, you know, his shoulders dislocated as well. And so there's this look. Oh my god, dude! And here's the thing I like about King Kong too. Like all the close-ups, his goatee is so fucking badass. Like the facial yeah, hair, he the, good. the attention to detail, dude. Like so badass. Mm-hmm. Period. No. Anyways, yeah, he he wakes. He basically comes up. He wakes up as the same at the same time, basically as Mecha Godzilla comes out. And dude, and Mecha-, Mecha Godzilla is wrecking. Godzilla destroying him. His beams are overpowering him. Yep. He's quicker. He's got more rockets. He's got rocket boosters in his spine that <laughs> yeah, makes him dude. be able to burst out and punch him. It was everything I've ever wanted with these stupid movies, dude. I just wanted Pacific Rim <laughs> monsters fighting and they gave it to me and I was like, oh my dude, gosh. And him. like when his power is so building good. up, the spine kind of shifts like, you know? Oh, like, oh shit, dude. And like yeah. his, his, his fist they're not really fists. What they are, are like the kind of claws, and they kind of spin, dude. And like, dude, Mega Godzilla would be terrifying mm-hmm. if that was unleashed. And the fact that he's not being controlled right now, right? I mean, like, yeah, while this fight's happening, point. he's he's no longer in control. He destroys the the head person of the thing, and Ghidorah is electrocuted. The oh yeah, it's revealed that the son was using the skull of King Ghidorah. To basically channel a wavelength into Mecha Godzilla, and that wavelength got electrocuted, basically, with the radiation from this power source of all these mm-hmm. these titans, right? And, th- and let me go back real quick because there's a scene when the conspiracy theory guy and and the the kids break into the to the thing. He pulls out his phone, and it's a shitty flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking photos. He's like, nobody's going to believe me with this. It's so meta and so just like on the nose and making fun of pop culture. Mm-hmm. It's Adam Weingart, dude. All of his movies have a conspiracy theory of some sort, like <laughs> mentioned. And I just, I fell so much in love with just that along with him. Yeah. just like shitty cell phone, you know, like how much it's just fun. That's all it is. And it, and I feel like, I mean, they make a Tide Pod reference in the very beginning, right? Like when they're trying to find, find them. And, 
I feel like if this was supposed to be released and it was supposed to be released, which was last year in like what March, yeah, or something like that. Um, I feel like it'd be more relevant because there are jokes in here that are kind of like, okay, that's not so much relevant anymore, but it's probably because if we're all suffering from PTSD from the pandemic, right? It's just like, yeah, fit in age well, but also, dude, the amount of heart this film had. Well, let's talk all about the characters. Is they jumpstart so Kong's heart, right? Oh, and yeah. the little the little girl walks out and she says, "Godzilla is not your enemy." And Kong is like, "But I hate him. <laughs> but I don't like Godzilla." He, she points at Mecha Godzilla and she's like, "That's your mother enemy. Go get his ass." Catch me outside. How about that? Fuck him up, you know. Uh, let's see. Just be like, how do you get a job here? You fuck face. And then just knock him out. Just, uh, so he gets up, he bashes his dislocated elbow against the building, rolls it back, pops it back into place. It was one of the coolest. Scenes. It's like my favorite scene of the whole entire thing. He, he like runs into the roll- building, right? Just like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. Give me more. He does that. Uh, just as Mecha Godzilla is about to blast right into, Godzilla's face with his tail rips his face back and takes his axe that's now powered by Godzilla who blasts the beam into his little sexy spine and just starts hacking into him bro dude and here's the thing too so um <laughs> the, the fight sequence when Godzilla and Kong kind of team up right it's just like yeah dude this is a this is kind of like a duality this is this is the what Rise of Skywalker is trying to accomplish with this, this, these two people on opposite sides, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the amount of power they were trying to go for. Yeah, and this movie pulls it off. I mean, like w- we see them, like when they're working together. Mechagodzilla doesn't stand a chance. It's just like, yeah, no. dude, you're fucking weak. He can I mean, put up for the first bit, but he does end up getting overtaken. Right, and then as the fight goes on, and they, you know, uh, I mean, because like he, he, like you said, he doesn't give up, and like you know, he's fighting back and like it's a fun mm-hmm. fight really um i'm surprised how oh, short it's epic. it is dude imagine it's epic. the theater responses That's, Ser- those are the parts where i was like in the theater this would be so good well and here's the thing i'm surprised how short that was because i think it was only 15 minutes left of the movie is when this fight happens where i'm like Whoa, okay that's really kind of short but um with that being said though at, as the fight's going on i mean uh kong kind of cuts off limbs with his axe you know and mm-hmm. zilla's doing his thing and oil rips out his entire spine his right, head and, and spine and oil spurts out everywhere and i'm like dude if that oil was not black and if it was red <laughs> yeah this would be adam weingard again because he's a horror director <laughs> i'm like this is fucking horrifying and just fun and over the top that's what it is <sighs> yeah um, so kong is now laying on the ground after a, a hearty bowl of ass whooping with uh, Mecha Godzilla, Godzilla break. gets up and he's like, "Oh, this again." Gets the axe about to do it. Godzilla just kind of gives him like a bro, peace out, respect, respect. <laughs> Slides into the ocean, disappears, and then there's a little bit of a tag at the end where they're back at Hollow Earth. Instead of him being in this bubbled facility at Kong uh, Skull Island, he's in Hollow Earth. He's the king of hollow earth at this point godzilla's not down there and people everybody's observing him watching him and that is the end of godzilla versus kong it was stupid and it was so worth it i do, do you want to watch it again like i'm really tempted to watch i've it seen again. it twice oh, so fuck. far okay, mm, i've go. seen it twice so far <laughs> i really like first time i really enjoyed it and the second time it made me really miss it for the theater experience and i do think i want to see it again in imax 
to be honest with you, because I don't think I get the scale of the buildings collapsing, of all the chaos and all of that weird stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I want to watch it again in IMAX. That's my goal eventually. Mm-hmm. After I get my second vaccine. But well, do you have any other thoughts about this film or where do you think they're going? Do you think they're going to set up anything else or is this a nice tie in and it can go anywhere from here? I, I think, and here's what Adam Weingart said too, is he hopes that films kind of, these films kind of focus more on the monsters and the humans and allows mm-hmm. them to fight. Cause that's what he did. He allowed them to fight instead of, I think because that's what the, the Godzilla's King of Monsters biggest flaw was, was focusing so much on the humans that it just became like, why? Because they're the human motivations aren't enough for this ridiculous plot. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Like, it's just no amount of human reactions could be that relatable unless we actually face that, you know? Yeah. Um. So he hopes it goes back to that. But also what I love about this whole franchise, I mean, with every entry is that it is an independent director who has stemmed from independent film having to handle a big studio thing like a a blockbuster. Right. I mean, that's so fucking cool. And the fact that they were able to do that. And I know Adam Weingart saying that he wants to go back to, I I mean, he got announced that he's doing Thundercats, which I don't know much about, honestly, Mm -hmm. but he wants to go back to independent filmmaking after. Yeah. Which I think is really fucking cool. Like why not? Well, he's doing a Thundercats movie next. Yeah. That's where he's going. He's going to Thundercats, bro. Right, and I, I just I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what what else to tie into this universe if they do. Um, I think mm-hmm. with the box office <laughs> as successful as it is in the pandemic with Godzilla versus Kong, I think they might greenlight another <laughs> project because why not? And I think this why movie, not? I think this movie kind of showed where they need to go. Right? I mean, with Godzilla, mm-hmm. the first one, it was really dark and it was kind of like, dude, it's kind of depressing. Like all these people are dying. Mm-hmm. Kong had a little bit more fun, you know, had a little bit more humor to it. And Godzilla versus King of Monsters showed the f- monster fights. Right. Yeah. And this, this movie is a bl- to me. This movie is a blend of all three and it pit it, and it like pretty much put in the perfect amount. Like you said, the balance of like each, yeah. each category, you got the human stuff, you got the monster fights and you also got the humor. I mean, like it was yeah. very much that I hope because Warner brothers doesn't have the best record with, you know, <laughs> like just look at the Snyder cut in the DC universe. I okay. hope they follow really? along with, and can we, can this. we just say real quick Snyder cut fans, if you are leaving <laughs> shitty reviews and attacking the creators for this, because restore the Snyderverse isn't happened yet. Can you just hunk, hunk, hunk. yourself to hell? Because I hate that so much that you're going after different creators. You're going after James Gunn. It's ridiculous. Oh, most of us are good. Then condemn the bad people. You, if you're in the DC universe in the subreddit, you condemn it. I try to condemn it and they suspended my account for a week, but that's okay. Cause I'm going to come back in another week and I'm going to talk more crap about this. It's a cult, man. It's a cult of crazy people. But okay. Speaking of DC I'm stuff done. real quick. I, I know. That. Just a little bit of news that we should, maybe could have had it in the beginning. Um, right. Suicide Squad released a different trailer, a second it trailer. Did release a different on Before April we Fools. Do that, before we go to that, I want to re- announce the oh, giveaway yes, yes. because it turns out that we actually have somebody that was able to do this. Jay, I'm bringing you in, man. Tell me who who do we have for the winner for this blockbuster giveaway? Let me cut back we to it. We have. A winner. His name is Eric Coulter. Eric, Eric what? You are, watching, you are the winner of the Mega Giveaway. 
Eric. Oh my goodness. That is, that's hilarious. I am so happy that uh, if, look, hey, Eric, my man, we used to work at Stuff Up together. He's, if, have you seen the stupid videos that we've done that I did, the, the, the oh, office that videos? Long, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that, that guy. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, congratulations, man. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for reviewing our, our podcast. Uh, he left a great review. And yeah, we're going to keep doing stuff like that. So please continue to follow us on all this stuff. And uh, Jay, what did you have any final thoughts on anything? By the way, let's give Jay a round of applause for all of the work that he did today for holding it down. Um, you you made this chest. Tell me how smooth this felt today, dude. Look, first off, look at today Jay's felt so beautiful smooth. face. Look at Jay's beautiful face. It's so <laughs> smooth. That kind of yeah, dude. It kind of it kind of it kind of goes off of this the stream, man. I think it's up top. Okay. It's up. Oh yes. Oh, oh buddy. Yes. <laughs> what about, what about down? Just kidding. Um, I I oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm glad that this went as smooth as it did, and I think you did an excellent job. And Jay, I fucking, I fucking love seeing you, dude. Hey man, yeah. I, I love seeing you guys too. I love being part of the show. Thank you guys for having me here. Uh, final thoughts: Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'll start with that one first. Definitely enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I would definitely watch it again. It is one of my favorites out of the three that we have so far. Uh, I am Team Kong, by the way. Um, nice. I, I, I was Team Kong. Always, I will always be. Kong had the better Kong. story arc. Um, true, but teams. I, I thoroughly out. enjoyed it. But can we? Can we have to comment real quick? I'm. I'm gonna take it back real quickly before we end. The fact that when Kong was going up against that snake thing in Hollow Earth and how he just tore it apart and he was just like literally <laughs> he drank it and it just kept going. Like I thought mm -hmm. that was such a dark moment. <laughs> and I see exactly what you're talking about, like the the whole horror aspect of it. Like yeah, from from the director's standpoint, you know. And um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. I was sitting here cussing at my TV. My wife will tell you she. I'm like. <laughs> There is no way King Kong lost to this lizard bastard, but yeah. <laughs> you know, but that that's just me. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. And again, thank you guys for having me. Well, Jay, you crushed it. Thank you again. And Chaz, over and under Artist Exposed, you just got a new episode out, didn't you? I did. I did. I did. And it's a guest that we actually <laughs> had on Gaggle of Geeks. Mr. Oh. Craig, Craig Price from Metney Heroes. Oh, the man uh, that determines whether I'm sad for a week or not. Yeah, dude. And by the way, I want to mention he, you know, he's bringing back cast off. He is. He wants You're to, part of it. No, he wants to pit us together, dude. I kind of want him to pit us together, like because As it's like not a hurt. team. No, like against each other. Oh, I want to be at your fucking throat. Well, dude. I always win. I'll always. I will be, be at your That's fucking waste. throat, That's a waste. dude. That's a waste of time. Why would Ch Chaz? Let's talk about today. <laughs> I already attacked you with your knowledge against you, and I've crushed you. I've ripped right through you. I know, and you know what? Even your wife went against me too. I'm just like, dude, I don't. That's right, you potato, <sighs> Natalie. <laughs> Am no. I at least like a steaming potato? You know, like where like you put it in the oh. oven and like some cheese and and sour cream is in there, or am I just like a moldy potato? Because there's a difference, dude. You have a fat old potato come from the from the oven. You're like, yo, that looks delish. But you can also kind of look at like a moldy potato that's kind of leaking juice, you know, because you haven't eaten it for a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's my exact dude. I'm I, feeling I, yeah. that. I'm yeah. not feeling that though, dude. I'm, I'd rather. Not oh no, no. That. Ooh, no. that's some gush gush. All right. I mean, right. well, whatever. This is juicy to see. Whatever. Yeah. New we'll make sure to follow us over on and under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, over and under. Ours yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, I tripped over you. We're good, man. No, just new episode on there. That's it. Um, awesome. Patrick, take it away. 
couchbetareviews.com. We're putting out all that stuff. Uh, the Gaggle Geeks YouTube page. Again, if you uh, can, please check out our Patreon. See what you can get from there. And uh, also, if you don't mind leaving a like, subscribing, rating, review our podcast, it goes such a long way, and we appreciate it so much. Thank you once again, as always, for watching, and we will gaggle you next week. I still have a good intro for this. Uh